Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to my podcast, Mindful Drinking for Women, which is about exactly what it sounds like. I help women get unobsessed with drinking alcohol by getting really honest with themselves about why they are over-drinking in the first place and how to replace harmful drinking habits with empowered mindfulness, which includes the ability to drink or to choose not drinking at all. Hi, my name is Jessica Betancourt. I'm a certified life coach and a hypnotherapist specializing in addiction transformation. And in today's episode, I want to bring up something that is very common amongst my clients who identify as having alcohol abuse disorder, and that is having been raised by a narcissist. Surely, most narcissists are labeled unofficially by a third party, usually by those that are nearest to them. But there are two other traits that are also very common in this parent or caregiver, and those are alcoholism and emotional abuse. So I'm here to serve you as my audience, however, so I'm not very concerned with medical assessment correctedness for these intents and purposes. So what I am interested in for today's episode is exploring the relationship between being raised by an emotionally abusive, perhaps narcissistic, perhaps alcoholic alcoholic parent or caregiver, explicit diagnosis aside, and subsequently developing alcohol abuse disorder as an adult, as someone who grew up in this type of environment. And here's what I see when I speak with my clients and I have conversations about this topic. When you grow up being screamed at, blamed, criticized, and gaslighted, you make the problem about you. Why is that? It is because when our brains are still developing and we're lacking in experience and maturity, we take insults and gaslighting literally, and they become part of our subconscious programming and an underlying soundtrack to how we speak to ourselves. We make something wrong with us. We have to, to survive. Why? Because When we are little, our survival depends on the capabilities of our adults and the safety of our environment. And when those adults are incapable or highly dysregulated, when our environments are in fact unsafe, we with our child mind cannot see past the immediate danger that our survival is threatened. We don't reason that something can be wrong or flawed with our caregivers because then we are in danger So we make it about us. We make something wrong with us instead. We internalize the issue based on our understanding of how the world works at that time. But unfortunately, most of us then carry those notions into adulthood and they become some of our self-limiting beliefs. And as I've mentioned before, any action is preceded by a thought. And thoughts that you keep thinking become beliefs. And habits are run by beliefs. Actions are stimulated by thought, but our habits are based on beliefs. And if we have self-negating, problematic beliefs about ourselves, we are likely to develop unhealthy, self-harming habits. My personal problem was drinking, but it really, drinking is just a symptom. The alcohol is just one shade of it. It could be food, it could be sex, it could be drugs, it could be gambling, it really could be anything. 
they all core from the same place of wanting to self-harm because we have unhealthy beliefs about ourselves that in fact you weren't born with. We develop them as we grow and as we learn. So that is what this episode is about today. So let me, let me give you an example. A dad comes into his daughter's room and it's a mess and she hasn't done her homework and she's reading on her bed. Dad, I told you to clean this up. Your room is disgusting. Why are you so lazy? Can't you get anything done? What's wrong with you? Kid, I will. Just let me finish this chapter. Dad, no, you'll do it now. Grabs book, throws it across the room. Do what I say. Kid starts crying. Can't even begin to think about cleaning or homeworking. Spends the rest of the afternoon absorbing and marinating in how lazy she is and something is wrong with her. So this kid may then grow into an adult who can never do enough, never feels qualified or deserving of success, who is highly self-critical. If you also grew up like this, you know that these are not isolated incidents and that they range in pain and severity. And being chronically yelled at and belittled activates the body into the flight or fight response, which makes it difficult to reason or ration or to think logically. Or eventually to function properly, which is why this can result in reaching for a drink to calm those nerves, to calm that nervous system, to shut down that adrenaline response, to come out of the sympathetic nervous system response and into the parasympathetic nervous response. And instead of using natural mechanisms to do it, we reach for alcohol because it seems so easy, it's so accessible. It's a learned behavior perhaps that we picked up from our parents. I know that I did. You're probably also keenly aware that these types of incidences caused a great deal of stress for you in your youth. And if you suffer alcohol abuse disorder, you likely have a low stress tolerance. Maybe not naturally, but that's what's developed for you. Maybe that's your experience now. Or said differently, stress is a big trigger for you. Or you fear stress, so you try to tune it out with drinking. Furthermore, if you have kids yourself these days, their yelling and screaming can cause a visceral response in you that creates a biological flight or fight reaction because you have cellular memory that screaming and yelling equal pain, either physical or emotional or both. I have four young kids, as I've mentioned before, and they have all recently started new schools. And they attend school also in their second language, so that is obviously a lot of stress for them and they've taken to coming home and yelling and flipping out because they have frustrations and experiences that they don't know how to handle yet and my body my brain when they start screaming just takes me right back to being 14 and being yelled at by my dad and my adrenaline pumps and I get highly activated and in the past this is when I would have drank or wanted to drink to calm my nerves so that I could otherwise function. But what I am learning and what I want to share with you today is that 
If you were raised by an emotionally abusive parent, caregiver, whatever they may have said to you in their drunkenness or their anger, it really wasn't about you. It was about them and their own inability to cope. And because I can see this clearly now, coming at me from the other side by my kids, I am even more clear and more certain that this really wasn't about me at all. The yelling from my dad, nor the yelling from my kids. I am not the cause of their yelling. I'm not the cause of their frustrations. I'm just here, a place for their projections, just like I was, maybe just like you were, for your parents or caregivers' frustrations as well. The difference is I'm healthy enough now to not take on other people's grief, other people's anger, other people's frustrations to personalize it and then make up sad stories about myself because of it. Whereas I used to have a story that I couldn't handle stress and I was perhaps stupid and lazy and I have been able to work through these fabrications for what they were. They were solutions at a time when I had limited resources. And because I know what I know now, I don't need to perpetuate making up unhelpful stories about myself because of my kids' behavior, that I'm a bad mom or that I'm failing as a parent or whatever. It is simply not about me. And it is not about you either. In this context, maybe it is about you if you're doing something terrible. And in that case, you need to assess your personal responsibility but if you feel that you have been victimized by someone else's emotional abuse, examine the resulting stories that you made up about yourself in response to that experience. Question how you perceive yourself and what parts of that perception belong to a much younger you who couldn't see the poor behavior of someone else as not your fault. So if you notice that you drink to combat stress or that yelling or screaming is a huge trigger for you, how much of this episode do you relate to? And do you notice that you have a tendency to drink to not think about this or to begin to process it? Because if you are seeking to heal your relationship to alcohol, this is a big one. And just a quick disclaimer, as I have said before, I don't vilify or demonize alcohol. It's us that we need to be looking to as the source of power. Not having control over alcohol, but healing those parts of us that self-harm with alcohol. I just want us to come out from under the illusion that we need alcohol to parent or to reparent ourselves. That naturally... We are highly functional, that naturally we have the capabilities to be self-regulating. And you can return to this point of homeostasis. You can. You need to look at the causes of what is driving your behavior. What stories are you telling yourself? What beliefs do you have that are keeping the habit intact? I guarantee you, most of it, if not all of it, is not true. There were solutions at a time when you had limited resources, but those solutions have become today's problems. And if you can see that abusing alcohol 
is a solution that no longer serves you, if you can reframe the way you think about alcohol, reframe the way you think about yourself, you'll be able to step away from it. You'll be able to leave it. It will leave you alone, and you don't need rules or regulations to do it. So there are thankfully more and more conversations happening around alcohol abuse and that your situation doesn't need to be full-blown alcoholism to want to seek help, to want to seek to modify it. And that is what I offer. And if you're interested in working with me in a private container to heal your relationship with alcohol without rules or restrictions, please see the link in the show notes to book your complimentary alcohol awareness breakthrough conversation. Thank you so much for being here. Be kind to yourself and remember it really wasn't about you.